Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Squirrel Talk, found here, there, and everywhere. I am your host, Vicky Licks. Yes. And my co-host is coming in. She's got her turn signal on, as per usual. It's Selena Vile. Ah, out of the way. Hog on. <laughs> She's backing up. That's right, baby. Backing up, baby. How are you, Selena? I'm doing okay. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah, same as always. Capital same answer. O, capital K. That's right, baby. Uh, I do want to talk briefly off the top about uh, Chi Chi Devane has passed away. One of my all time favorites. I actually just found a, a while ago, I had filled out one of those like, who are your top three contestants? Just move in, lady. Uh, who are your top three <coughs> contestants on Drag Race? And my number three was Chi Chi Devane of all oh. time. She was amazing. One of my favorites too. Like such, really an iconic character on the show. Who really yeah. married so many of the show's ideas together. Yeah. Uh, and uh, oh god, it's so heartbreaking. She was thirty-four, way too young. We, and this, a sweet, sweet soul. Like you could just tell she was like everybody loved her. She was the nicest person. Had a great positive attitude. Um, just loved drag and loved performing and was such an excellent performer. An amazing performer. She came here to Toronto Pride a few years ago. Um, I did a show with her for that. And she, there was a lot of the drag race girls that came out for that. And mm. I remember being kind of unimpressed by a lot of them. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah. Ah. But when Chi Chi came on, I was like, holy fuck, Chi Chi Devane is an incredible performer. Yeah, yeah. No and, matter where she is, what she's doing, she is giving her all in her performance. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe she was even a little underrated. I don't know. She's like, she's so awesome. And it was really heartbreaking to watch her go through that over the last month, being in and out of the hospital. Ugh. She was very so sick. Sad. And uh, I, I believe it was pneumonia that was what was happening. Well, she has a, a condition called scleroderma, which is a very rare, I think, skin disease. And right. it affects, it basically affects everything in your body. And, and she, um, she was in the hospital for a while. She finally got out. And then last week, I guess she went back in with pneumonia. And that just, a lot of times it's not like the actual disease that kills you. It's like. Pneumonia, it's like, honestly. Yeah. Pneumonia is one of the number one killers. And a lot of people don't realize this with pneumonia. It's really. Yeah. 
Oh God. And, um, I think and like, it'll be brought on by the disease basically. or like your, your immune yeah. system is already down. It's just so heartbreaking. I've had friends and family who've had pneumonia and it's just completely devastated them. And it's hard watching somebody go through that. And it's hard watching Chi Chi dealing with this as well. So yeah, you know what? Just don't, don't take things like this uh, lighthearted, you know, like, uh, yeah. So I, I, I absolutely love and adore Chi Chi. She is going to be a legend forever. Mm -hmm. Nobody was going to forget Chi Chi. And I think that says something that says a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But oh. I, I'm very sad about this. And I'm really sad that it was Lady Red Couture and now it's Chi Chi Devane. And these really powerful uh, women of color drag queens. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's, it's, I'm devastated. I'm devastated by this. I know. So, <sighs> me too. You know, it's like that, it's that thing when drag queens pass away, it's like you, you think of them as immortal almost. There's like there's this otherworldly aspect to drag, which is part of why I love drag. There's just something mm -hmm. so not of this world with it. Um, mm -hmm. And you don't ever expect them to really be a part of this world and be mortal, you know? So yeah, it catches people off guard. There's another queen in New York, actually, Sugar Pike Oko, I think. Yeah, Sugar Pike Oko, yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, someone else in California recently passed, like yesterday yeah. or the day before. Earlier this year, Mona Foote as well. Um, yes. So, I mean, there's been a lot of uh, amazing black drag queens. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. Well, <clears throat> we send our love to Chi Chi and our family and everybody listening who is a fan of Chi Chi and... Yeah. Uh, Keep her memory alive and keep sharing her work. She's an incredible artist and we deserve to see more of Chi Chi. Yeah, also there have been fundraising efforts for Chi Chi and um, don't give up on those because medical bills still exist after you die and her family has to deal with that and also funeral costs are high. So if you've got anything to donate, um, find one of those fundraisers and, and this is help us. One of the reasons why Canada is kind of great is because the medical system in the States, so I can't imagine. I honestly can't imagine. I've yeah. had so many medical issues myself. I can't imagine living in the States. Right? I'm afraid to go, I would be afraid to go to the doctor with a cold. Like, why I'm getting never. a seven. Yeah. I, and uh, that's part of the reason I've, I've been thinking about moving to like London or New York for a long, long time, LA. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I can't move to the States. You know, like, <laughs> medical Yeah. You can't afford to live there. No. And that's part of why Canada is kind of this great country of like our, our Medicare is really one of the best in the world. Mm -hmm. I guess we should just get into uh, Canada's Draggers then on that note. <gasps> I've heard of it. I watched it. <laughs> Talking about this country being great. Uh, this series is going great. It is. It is. This season has been incredible. I think we say this every week, but it's, such a good season and i'm seeing a lot of love for it online which i'm very happy to see yeah and it's different i like that it's different it's not a carbon mm -hmm. copy of states or the uk mm -hmm. we love to burp mm. it's it's its own entity and we really have a lot of isms that are coming out in this mm -hmm. and it's fun to celebrate that finally because as canadian entertainers it sometimes feels like we want to suffocate that we, yeah. we don't want to give power to our Canadian isms because it feels like it, we want to Americanize ourselves as much as possible because that's where the money comes from in the entertainment world. Right. Uh, but it's fun to celebrate it with this. And it's fun to just be like, wait, I have a Canadian accent and I can talk in, with my Canadian accent and it's okay. Yeah. So 
I'm really celebrate lucky. Canada. Yeah. Yeah, it's been nice. It's been so nice to watch our girls on on TV. It is episode uh, eight. 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 Episode eight. Wow. And who went home last week? It was Alona Verley. Twas Alona. It's really interesting to see when the girls are coming in. Now at this point in the series, at the beginning of the series, everyone, like the mood was really low. Everyone was really intense or crying. Lots of crying. Yeah, but now the last couple weeks there have been zero tears, all smiles. I think the girls are just happy that they're getting closer to winning. Yeah, I think they're finally like, I don't care. Let's end this. Let's wrap this up. I want my crown. So uh, Alona wrote a really nice message on the mirror and the girls are kind of like, ooh, that's surprising. I know, it's so funny. <laughs> and then Rita says that she's like like a little bitch. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> like do I these mean, girls like Alona? Like, again, on? we only saw, like, we only see a little bit of these people in each episode. We're only watching yeah. maybe five minutes at most of each person. Yeah. Uh, and they're with them 24 hours a day almost in, in this process. So they're probably seeing all different sides of them. <laughs> And true. We've already seen in the, the little time that we've seen Alona, like she's been a bit of a Brit bitch and a brat this season. Uh-huh. She so, did make a, a nice statement that on Twitter that she doesn't recognize the person she sees on TV. That's not her anymore. She's had so much growth since then. And she feels like a completely different human. And she's done a lot of like growth as a person since then. Yeah. I mean, everybody wants to say that after they've been on TV. <laughs> so, everybody wants to cover their bases. Who that person? I don't know her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I but listen. I thought she did a really great job, and I thought she represented herself really well, and I really liked her, even though she was a little bit bratty. You know, she was younger. Who cares? She made an impact. She made good TV. She made great TV, and we needed that on Canada's Drag Race the first season because a lot of people also thought that Canada was going to be too polite. Right. And uh, I think we've proved that we're not. <laughs> so, well, the judges sure have. Yeah, the judges and their villain edit. <laughs> so Alana did an amazing job. She should be very proud of herself. She made it farther than I actually thought she would have. Yeah. And that's not a read on her. I just, she's very young and um, a social media girl. I didn't think she would get as far as she would. She took out Tainomi. She took out Tainomi Banks. <laughs> Who said that? Yeah. Not say no me. <laughs> <laughs> Who is she? So here we go. We're getting into this episode. Also, I want to say Pri's wig, which bothered me last week, which looked like Hey Arnold. Mm-hmm. Uh, it still bothers me, but apparently Katinka made it. Katinka Couture from Toronto. Yeah, the night before, like at 3 a.m. before um, Priyanka left. Yeah, and Katinka is Brooklyn's uh, sister. And apparently they're hair part pieces. So they're all like um, parts that you just clip in. Yeah, it's not a wig. It's like hair hair pieces, yeah. Yeah, so that piece that was on the side that's pissing me off, I think she might have just put that on wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand how it works. I don't know how uh, how that works at all. They're literally like clumps of hair that you just clip in. And so that Mm. whole spare tire part was just probably just put on wrong. And I wish she just didn't do that. (laughs) Right. I looked at it again. It still didn't bother me. I also don't understand this world. So, <laughs> her hair looked like an like an like a football. I think she looked gorgeous. Well, I mean, if you know shapes, you know shapes. I don't know shapes. <laughs> Never met her. Uh, shapes is a great drag queen from Iceland. Tell me that's true. I made that up. So, Damn it. 
Pre, I also said at the beginning of this season when we were doing Meet, Meet the Queens that I thought Pre could be a bit grating. <laughs> yeah, you did say that. <laughs> Which um, I stand by. But I think she's yeah. not, she hasn't been grating at all. And the only reason I kind of brought that up was like, she does a lot of things in her shows where she does screaming of, what's my name? What's my name? Like she does that stuff constantly. Yeah. We haven't gotten a lot of that this season. And she's actually been very um, choosy about what she says. She has been giving us also the best confessionals. Like she is, she knows how to make TV and she's a star in those confessionals. Oh my God, her confessionals are making me laugh more than anybody else. There are, yeah. every single moment she uses in those is yeah. like made for TV. Like they, I'm sure they have a ton of things that aren't, they aren't even airing that they could have used. Oh, for sure. Free. She's nailing yeah. it. She is. I'm, she really, is. I'm really proud of her because I, was, I wasn't quite sure the kind of pre we're going to get on the show, but I'm loving this representation of Priyanka. Yeah, she was born to do this. Also, she's only been doing drag for three years. At that point, at the point that she filmed, two and a half. Two and a half years. There you go. When you move fast, you move fast. Yeah. It's like an like avalanche. Tis. <laughs> when it's coming, you can't get out of its way. <laughs> so they are, anything else happening on the couches? Um, not really. No, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Uh, so the next day they're coming in and they are around this table and then the table is getting smaller because the, the tables are knocked off. It's like on Big Brother when like after six people get eliminated, they make the table smaller. Yeah, and they have the Lazy Susan and they just keep spinning it because everybody's so far away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so who's on this Lazy Susan? It's me, Vicky. No, <laughs> they have, they're comparing their repeater badges. <laughs> uh, Cheryl doesn't have any. Uh, <laughs> I told so, you Bubba is the Cheryl of the season. She is. It's interesting. There's, what is there? Two wins, two wins, three wins, and one win, I think. And they were also counting mini challenges, though, which was like, really? We're going to, no. <laughs> well, I mean, the people who counted the mini challenges are the ones that had one win, which was Jimbo. Yeah. I wouldn't count the mini challenges. Yeah. Although they have gotten some great prizes from the mini challenges. Yes. Yes. Especially today. So Bobo still doesn't have, what'd you say? What? I said, especially in this episode, but then I realized I don't remember what the prize was. Oh, uh, it was trip to, uh, trips to Cuba. Oh yeah. Pretty good prize. It was a pretty good prize. Uh, yeah. So Bobo uh, hasn't won anything yet. Mm-hmm. And the girls are really hammering this home with her. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's interesting to be the only person there that hasn't won, but also three people haven't been in the bottom yet. This is true. Rita, Jimbo, and Bobo haven't been in the bottom. Yeah. Right. Um, so what's more important, really, a win or just never being in the bottom? Yeah, exactly. Twice now. Yeah, and Lemon once. Yeah, who knows? I, I, I feel like nowadays being in the bottom isn't a bad thing because you really get to show your performance style. I would be so excited to be in the bottom. Well, you would be, so that's great news. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not. I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. So here we go. We're getting into this mini challenge. And who walks in? Our favorite, Jeffrey Boyer Chap. The JBC. Uh-huh. 
So, uh, and we get a little pitch from them being like, we're having a, who likes PNP, pop it in play. Mmm, piss and play. Ooh, a party and play. So Thank it's puppets, you. where everybody loves puppets. Everybody does love puppets. I know I do. And this one's interesting because they don't have the wall. This time it's just a tickle trunk. A tickle trunk, which is Mr. Dress Up. I didn't realize that was specifically a Mr. Dress Up thing. I saw somebody post like, Americans don't know what a tickle trunk is. And I'm like, what? Isn't that just like the, the term for it? No, it's Mr. Dress Up. He had his tickle trunk. This is how I started my drag, was Mr. Dress Up and his tickle trunk. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, my mom had like, I had a tickle trunk. I had a tickle trunk at five years old. And my mom had like all these like weird dresses and wigs in there. I was getting into drag at five years old. Do you ever go to the CBC building downtown and um, they have a, a section where you can like see memorabilia from classic CBC shows and one of them is Mr. Dress Up. There's like a Mr. Dress Up section. <gasps> I didn't know they had this. <laughs> yeah, I hope it's still there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, bye. <laughs> oh Where's my Vicky? God, Finnegan. Oh, oh my God, I gotta, I gotta check this out. Yeah, man, you'd love it. Um, oh my God, and the puppets they use on Mr. Dress Up, Chester the Crow, Muffy. Mm-hmm. Remember Muffy? What the fuck Wait. was she? Wait, Muffy the Mouse? No, Muffy, um, the pink cotton candy thing. Oh, see, I'm thinking Muffy from Today's Special, which you probably don't know about because it might just be an Ontario thing. No, I know Today's Special. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, Muffy, who lived in, in her little condo inside the bay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, Jeff... Uh... Jeff Heslib, Heslib, who I get compared to a lot. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. I smell a Snatch Game character. <gasps> oh my God, thank you. I'm going to do Muffy. You should. Um, I love that show. Anyways, Tickle Trunk. Um, and it's just like another little Canadian nod. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, so here we go. They're pulling out their puppets and who yeah. who? Well, Lemon gets to pick first because she won last week and she picks her best friend, Priyanka. All right, and then Pre, Pre picks out Lemon. Which I think may be the first time that two people have picked each other. I don't think, I think that's happened before. I don't know. Um, and then uh, Bobo picks out Rita, Rita picks out Jimbo, Jimbo picks out Bobo. Mm-hmm. So they are getting their puppets into quick drag, which is always fun. I love that part. It is fun. I love watching this. And I'm always so fascinated as to like, how close they get them to like an actual outfit they wore on the show. Even though the puppets are pulling out, they're so close to the boy character. Yeah. <laughs> like, and these puppets look especially good. Like these are better yeah. than the American version puppets. I don't know. We've got- <laughs> Lemon with her yellow coat. <laughs> yeah. Just even the faces <laughs> look like more, more identifiable. Yeah. Um, so here we go. We're getting to the puppet challenge. What stood up for you, Selena? Um, okay. So a lot of them did. They all read each other real good but in particular um i was gagged when rita brought up jimbo's read on jbc in front of jbc that was so that was very funny that was literally from the untucked the week before where jimbo was like i don't think this person has a grasp of the english language they don't know what yes yeah. they looked it up uh-huh <laughs> she verbatim said it like telephone style <laughs> i was fucking i was like i cannot believe you're doing that right now and jay and watching jeffrey's face which we all love to see jeffrey's face in this moment uh-huh <laughs> because <laughs> they're like, like that bitch 
because we're all like, oh no, that's his face when he reads our tweets. Um, it's it made me it made me very uncomfortable to be honest to to watch that because I'm just like you don't tell somebody what someone said about them. It was kind shady. Of thing. It was, I felt like that was that was worse than reading. It was kind of tattletaling, you know. Yeah, um, reading is one thing, but like telling on somebody. Yeah, but also like what a cunt move! Like that was badass at the same time. It was funny that Rita was just like, "You want to come for my lace line? Here you go, bitch." <laughs> I like Rita. <laughs> I like Rita a lot. Um, yeah, she's really grown on me this whole season. Um, mm-hmm. I love that Jimbo was like, "Did I say that?" And then they cut to the clip of her. And she's like, "Oh, I did." <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's did. funny. Um, I, I like that. That was one of my favorites, actually. And I thought she was actually going to win had it not been about Jeffrey Porter Chapman, who was judging it. Yeah. Lemon also, I like when she said that uh, <laughs> Priyanka keeps saying, what's my name to remind the judges that she's not Chino me because they keep putting her in the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's true. Yeah, Lemon did a good job with... Uh, I felt like they had, a lot of them didn't have their voices or anything, which is fine, but like... Voices are hard. Voices are hard. I would have, I mean, what I loved about some of the puppets in the past, like um, Alaska doing rocks, who was so funny to me. Like, mm-hmm. um, what was her line? She's like, I got a wig under my wig! There's a cover-up <laughs> under my cover-up! <laughs> you know, those, those were very funny to me. Um, yeah, I did love Jimbo doing Bobo and the whole stuffing thing where she just with like, the filler. That was very, she pulled the stuffing out and pushed it back in. <laughs> yeah, who would have thought of that? That was great, right? And like that, Bobo took it well. She was like, "Eh, true." It is true. Yeah, and then Bobo gave a kind of a very long scene with Rita and kind of really wanting to fuck Lemon, I guess. Yeah, which I'm like. Why put that in the editing if you're not going to put it in the editing? You know what I mean? Like, why not? Like, they haven't shown us anything in the editing that suggested Rita had a crush on Lemon. So it's interesting that they made that a point of showing that in Bobo's read. Yeah, I haven't, I didn't really catch any of that. So I wasn't like, I wasn't sure what the legitimacy of that read was, but. um, It sounds like it, it was legitimate. Like, obviously we don't see everything and like the girls reacted to it so it clearly was true yeah and again i i didn't totally get the characterization of rita in her voice and stuff but i didn't really yeah. from anybody so i thought she did fine i thought everyone did fine um, yeah who did you think won uh honestly it could have been any of them i don't think jimbo had the best one but any of the other ones i would have been fine with winning um i knew bobo was going to win because she had the longest edit she had a very, it felt very long. Yeah. Oh, they're giving us a full five minute scene of this. Yeah, I'm telling you, the one who gets the longest one is always the winner. Well, you know, you would know. The I would know, I've been paying attention. I'm, I'm hearing crickets. Oh my God, there are crickets. <laughs> there are totally crickets. I don't know what it is. You laying in a field like Nelly Furtado, I'm like a bird. <laughs> yes, you're beautiful. <laughs> oh my God, if that's not next week's lip sync, I'm gonna be so angry. Oh, I. Remind me at the end of this. I want to talk about the, the song choices this season. Because yeah. I am loving. Okay, so Bubble wins. Bubble wins a trip to Cuba because of the puppets. She gets the first win of a mini challenge. Yeah. Sure. I felt like they were throwing her a bone. I felt like this was yeah. literally a bone throw for her. Uh-huh. I could see that. Yeah. There's a little there's a little boost to like be like, hey, pick up your socks kind of thing. 
Yeah, she won for being a shady bitch hiding beside somebody else. So, you know, surprise, surprise. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, I'm not bitter. Uh, not at all. Uh-huh. So, here we go. We're getting to the maxi challenge. Um, and we are doing makeovers because we're in the top five. And so, the, I mean, the structure of the show really stays true to the American version. We yes. had the puppets, we had the reading, we had the, the makeover challenges. I'm so happy we had the puppets. I forgot about them for a second, but I'm so glad they actually did it. Do we have puppets last on 12? Uh, oh, I don't remember. I think so. I think so. I don't think we did. It's possible we didn't. How do I not remember? It was like two months ago. I don't know. I know. We forget the girls. Who was on this season? I don't know. Because it was two months ago, but there's been eight seasons since. Like, <laughs> <You're> we, <right. laughs> it's so annoying. Um, but yeah, so Jeffrey starts talking about the maxi challenge, which is the makeover challenge. And this was very special because they're, um, it's being kind of brought to us by Rainbow Railroad. Yes. So uh, I guess everybody knows this because you watch the show, but Rainbow Railroad is an incredible organization based out of Toronto that um, helps support people living in countries where being gay is dangerous to their lives. So it helps them move uh, to Canada and uh, start a new life where they can live safely. Refugees from other countries. Yeah. And I yeah. thought I thought he did a good job prefacing um, that we as queer people, I mean, it's still legal for us to be killed in certain countries um, yes. in the world. So, I mean, it's kind of, we forget, we forget sometimes mm -hmm. of, because we live in our own bubbles, of other countries mm -hmm. and the perils that they're still going through. Yeah. Even so, Poland is having a hard time. Yeah, I mean, there's a, a lot of uh, conservative white, I mean, Russia, hello, they have con yeah. conservation camps still. They have, like, Hitler-style conservation camps. Concentration camps. Concentration, sorry. They're not yeah. saving trees. They're not conserving anything. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It's it's super fucked up what's going on in the world. Rainbow Robot is an awesome organization that actually a lot of Toronto drag queens work with on the regular. Brooklyn has worked with them a lot. Bobo has worked with I've them worked a lot. With them. I've, I've worked with them several times. Yeah. Um, so it's great. I really appreciate this. Mm -hmm. and I think it's giving us a... Uh, yeah, it gives us more perspective into the Canadian process again. We saw this earlier this season with Anastasia, because she got refugee status from Barbados, uh, Bahamas, sorry. Yes, um, yes, Bahamas. So I really love, and it's such a fast process for these people that are applying for it, and they're mm -hmm. like, it's instant. I apply for it, I can, I, I can. It's not like that in the States, you know? It's that, that, that's something well, again, too. That, that's the thing is that this episode could never have been done in the States. Like they no, because they, they're not they're not supportive of refugees in the states. So like, this could only have been done in Drag Race Canada. Exactly, and I think that's again just something that makes the series stand out as something completely different. Yeah, these these things that seem kind of small, but they're really not. These are kind of major issues, major global issues mm -hmm. that speak to us as a as a country, as a culture, as a drag community of what we mm -hmm. represent. Yeah, one of our friends who works for Rainbow Railroad, Kyle Miller, is also a drag queen in Toronto called Vanity Alabode. And so she got to oversee this episode uh, and like walk the runway. She has a little photo of it. As a boy, she went out as Kyle. But uh, it was so great to like see that like she got to go out there and, and like represent what she does. I love that. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. 
So we get to meet the refugees. Uh, the, we don't need to call them refugees for the whole thing. But right. so here we go. First up is Elton from Jamaica. That's right. Rabal very from, handsome. Yes, they're all very handsome. And Rabal from Syria. Yes. Dennis from Uganda. That's right. And Eka and Rainer from Indonesia, a couple. They're a couple. They got married when they got to Canada. They So I guess they married in, uh, in Ottawa and then... Yeah, they were on vacation in Ottawa and they, they got married. Moved, they still were back in Indonesia, but then they left to give refugee status because, again, Indonesia is not uh, safe. So they were, like, under the table married there. Oh, they got married before they moved to Canada in Canada? Yes, that's what it sounded like to me. Oh, it sounded like to me like they moved to Vancouver and then were on vacation in Ottawa and decided to get married. Oh, it, oh maybe that's true. I don't know. Who knew? Could be either. They're married and they're happy now. Yeah. Yeah, and so Bobo won, won the mini challenge. So she gets to pair up everybody. And some people are worried she's going to be shady. Um, Which and I also, think, I don't think there's really a way to be shady with this, to be honest. I don't know. Yeah, because, like, I mean, there is because people are saying, like, she was going to do it based on skin tone. But at the same time, um, all of them were darker than all of those girls. So it doesn't really matter who she paired with who. Yeah, and, and I, skin tone doesn't really matter because they, they have Anastasia Beverly, Anastasia Beverly Hills uh, makeup yeah. everywhere supplied for them, which is incredible. So mm -hmm. they can really match the tones, their skin tones very easily. It's not like when you're doing, like for myself, I don't have um, people, a lot of different peoples of color makeup in my box. Like I don't have the uh -huh. foundation just sitting in my box. Uh -huh. um, so I would have to get that. They have Well, that. see, but they're, they're provided with the tools, yes, but do they have the skills? I don't know. Like, I know I wouldn't. Like, I'm watching that episode. I'm like, oh, if I ever apply for a drag race, I should start practicing doing makeup on other people because I'm like people of different skin tones to see what works and what doesn't and what colors go well together. What can I make look good on someone of a different skin tone? Yeah. Because I barely know how to do it on my own skin. <laughs> you've, you've put Hillary into Selena face. Yeah, but she's very similar to me. Uh, is she? <laughs> in terms of whiteness. Oh, in whiteness. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's important to be able to practice other people's makeups. Uh, we'll keep talking about this. So, these are the, these are the people coming in. So, she pairs everybody up. And yeah. she, yeah, she, I guess she was nice about it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she actually, I think she paired everybody up very well. I think people are surprised that she took a black person because they thought she was maybe going to try and give those to the other white girls, but um, she's very confident in doing makeup, so she knows what she's doing. She apparently was a makeup artist before she was a drag queen. Yeah, and I, again, I will say about Boba, she's a very good makeup artist, and yeah. she, she was a makeup artist. Yeah, she's been doing it for years. Um, so yeah. she knows how to do makeup very well. And we've seen it on the show. She's kind of always had impeccable makeup every episode. Yes. So you can't argue that with her. Um, yeah. Other things, sure, not her makeup. So here <laughs> come, so they're showing off the sponsors that are going to help put these people into drags. And they pan, and uh, shoefreaks.ca is there. Oh, really? Yeah, you didn't catch that? I did not. So all the shoes these girls are wearing on the runway, we'll save this for a commercial. I don't know why I'm saying this now. But the <laughs> girls are wearing shoe freaks, so they have this different sizes. So like Jimbo's Bimbo, um, her partner Bimbo, had these big leather patent leather boots because they had the sizes from shoe freaks there. Cute, we did it. Yeah. That's us, baby. 
That is us. Use that offer code nuts. <laughs> they didn't even need that offer code. I will say a lot um, of people are using our offer code and they think it's like an industry discount code. <laughs> right? It's not. It's our discount. I know. It's like, at least give us credit for giving you guys a discount. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you use right? our offer code, which please use our offer code. Um, but at least acknowledge that, like, where you're getting it from, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's Don't I just have. pass That's it around all willy nilly. Not an industry code, people. We can take the, we can we can give, but we can also take away. That's right. <laughs> we can. <laughs> Mother is fooling. <laughs> shoe freaks. So what else? So the girls start um, hanging with their with their um, subjects, and they are getting to know each other. Rita gives hers a, a nice firm handshake. I missed that handshake. <laughs> yeah, everybody's giving hugs. And then you just see Rita and her partner just like shaking hands. <laughs> <laughs> I love it's like Rita. a business deal. Rita reminds me of like John Christian on Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> she should have done him for Drag Race. For, for, for Snatch Game. She should have done him for Snatch so Game. so funny. Like half her face is just like, huh. <laughs> well, let's not go into that. No, we love John. Do we love John Christian? I don't know if I'm saying this right. I don't know how we feel about him. I think good things and I bad like, things. I like him as a character. I think he'd be a very funny character. Oh, he's a character and a half. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to brought up, they have a lot of sound effects. This. I am and loving this, the sound effects. This episode particularly, no, there's too many sound effects this episode. And I've kind of, I've noticed it in the previous ones, but this episode I was like, holy fuck. Every second anybody does anything, like literally just open their eyes. It's so, always the eyes. Anything though, even if they sit down on a couch, it's like a fart noise. They, they have a sound effect for everything. <laughs> I love it. I'm totally down with it. It's too much for me. They got to calm this down a little bit. <laughs> it adds a little. It's like watching a cartoon. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. It's literally a cartoon. It's animated, but I was like, oh my God. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say on that. There's just a bit too much. And that's that on that. So they have been very specific with this makeover challenge as well, which in the past makeovers, um, they've been a little bit wishy-washy about like, do they want them to be sisters, family, mother, daughter? Yeah. Twins. Like we've kind of said this in the past in the, in the Squirrel Talk, like what are they asking of them? Mm -hmm. And in this one, they've been specific to say they want sisters. Okay. Which for me, again, is a prompt that I can at least be like, okay, I understand what you're asking. <laughs> like, yeah. I know what I'm looking at as a judge now. I'm not being like, okay, they look kind yeah. of similar or they look like a mother daughter or whatever. Mm -hmm. They want sisters. Great. Then let's yeah. give them sisters. And uh, so Jeffrey is kind of doing a walk around with the girls. Anything special there? Um, we find out that Elton has been going to Priyanka shows and is a fan. He has been saying Priyanka's name for a year. That's right. That's pretty cool. Um, and um, which if anybody is from Toronto, Priyanka was also just named Nail Magazine's Toronto Performer of the Year in Toronto. Yes. Um, and she got that just before she left for Drag Race. Yes. So she has been a very prominent drag queen, particularly in this last year before she went on. That's right. She made a very big push. She's won a lot of competitions. She's kind of yeah. sweeping the floor with Toronto. So everybody in Toronto kind of is most familiar with Toronto or uh, Priyanka. With, with Priyanka, yeah. She, I mean, she's, she, she mopped the floor with Toronto and now she's taken over Canada. True. Yeah. And the world. 
power to her. Seriously. What else? What else? Who did Rita have again? Rita's uh, was Rainer. Um, it was Rainer. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Also, so me a lot of Alexis Mateo. Yeah, I see it. So I think they are kind of, and then they do a runway stuff. They practice on the runway with them to see how they can walk mm-hmm. in their heels, mm-hmm. uh, how feminized they can be. And something to kind of take into consideration with this crop of people who were um, refugees from um, homophobic countries, kind of. Uh, yes. Were, they were never allowed to be feminine in those countries. Right. And this is something to take into consideration of like people like Dennis from Uganda which Uganda is one of the worst countries for, um, what's the word I want, for just human... Um, human rights. Yes, Uganda is just one of the worst countries for human rights, just because they still, they, I think it's illegal to murder people who are gay in Uganda. Or, right. Or it was very recently anyways. Right. So people like um, Dennis, they have to like live their whole lives being taking on this masculinity role, even if that's not their natural way of living. That's right. Um, we learned about this later, but like he has, he's, he, he continues to fight for, uh, for human rights from here. Even though he's gone, he's like still battling to save people basically. Uh, and says that he does it because he believes that change can happen, which I love. Yeah, and change can happen when you are part of the change to make it happen, which was what Dennis is doing. And I think mm-hmm. even Dennis taking the opportunity to be on the show to say that is a huge thing for Dennis and a huge thing for Uganda. And I'm so proud of for him doing that. Yeah. That's really brave. That's really quite brave. I was going to say, it's also beautiful to see how happy they all are to be there. Like, not just, like, be here in Canada, but, like, they're happy to be on Drag Race um, they're all so game to be put into drag. They're also just like happy to be there. I think that's part of what drag is too. It's a celebration of being queer. You know, it's mm-hmm. really, that's what we do. We're like Priyanka said, we're the mascots. I don't love mascot. <laughs> we are yeah. the gatekeepers of queerness. We're kind of, we love to celebrate the colors of our personality and be, living our lives out loud as much as we can. And I think these people, these people in particular on the show this week, really uh it speaks to them more than anything yeah yeah it's yeah i'm very happy this episode is so great and rebel from syria i mean the, the middle east you know Mm-hmm. lebanon used to be syria before they split off did they i didn't know that that's when right that, when did that happen oh god that was a very long time ago like 2001 nope <laughs> much longer i don't have a date don't ask me these questions i don't know my history come on, come uh, on. Uh. all right so they are working the runway some of the girls are a bit stiff but what do you want from them yeah seriously uh listen sometimes working drag queens are stiff in their heels hey <laughs> i'm kidding we haven't seen vicky licks i'm the most i'm like liquid metal on the runway <laughs> you're 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 a gazelle <laughs> uh, bitten by a lion yeah so but i find all of these girls are really good teachers like they're all very like priyanka is so good at teaching else in her priyanka ways like stop here stare at the judges what's my name um <laughs> and then 
also lemon is very like lemon i'm sure has taught a heels class in her day uh and with her like background as a dancer she has a lot of um wisdom to impart on how to sell a walk in heels and people like rita who um is like a mother seven times over like she's been a she's she's a professional drag mother you know yeah so she's used to getting people into drag yeah <clears throat> jimbo is very funny with hers she's like we just rub our kids together just like sisters do this is what sisters do <laughs> Which, okay well, we'll talk more about jimbo when the moment comes but okay so we're getting into uh, I guess the next day we're getting into we're getting them into drag, yeah, yeah. So we are shaving beards, we're shaving pubic hair, we are t we are um, uh, rubbing people's prostates to get into drag. Yeah, I would never if I had to do a makeover. I would never be able to be like, all right, here's how you tuck, because I've never tucked, so I don't even know how to do it. You tucked me for Miss Continental. Well, you were already tucked. I just helped you tape. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and uh, we didn't do a very good job because your balls were popping. <laughs> didn't do a very good job. Listen, <laughs> a big balls, what are you gonna do? <laughs> She's so, all balls. We've always uh, said that about her. It's true. So something I would love, I would have liked is there was a couple of bearded queens on um, uh, some of the guys were bearded. Yeah. I think there could have been a moment to have a bearded queen with one of them, perhaps. And there could have, you're not wrong. I would love to see this on the show still. We haven't had a bearded queen on drag. We've had queens do bearded looks. We haven't had a bearded queen yet. Even in the right. makeover challenges, we haven't really. Uh, we've had Crystal who's had some body hair and um, like arm right. hair, uh, which is, it's crazy. But to I want to see armpit, it. Armpit hair is revolutionary. Um, yeah, right. But I think Canadian drag there's a lot of bearded queens here. And I think Canada mm -hmm. could be one of the first countries to really push that. I think we'd be the most open to it for sure. Uh, I And I know there's a few bearded queens who auditioned and did make it quite far in the process. So hopefully next season will be more open to that. There could be a bearded queen on a season two. I'm not auditioning next season, <laughs> but perhaps in the future. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's fine. That's fine. I'll grow my beard out for you. How's that? Please. Thank you. I would love to see it. My choppy white person beard <laughs> um yeah i i would have liked to see maybe lemon maybe have kept her guy's beard perhaps i don't think lemon would have ever thought of that <laughs> but right um, the beard changes what like what priyanka said like when people shave their beards people who have beards are hiding shit. <laughs> who knows yes and we see that with um we see that with lemon's guy who is not hiding anything, but he just looks very different without a beard. Like, and, you know, like sometimes you don't know what a person's face looks like until you shave a beard off. Yeah, it's kind of like me. It's why, as a boy, I wear my beard is because people from, from like Lebanon, Syria area, we have very weak chins and it, um, it just kind of like blends Bob, into your neck. Bob so like, style. yes, just like that. So like, I know I wear a beard and I'm sure, I'm sure uh, Rabal is the same, is I wear a beard to kind of like give myself a separation between my neck and my chin and make it look like I have a jawline. Right, I gotcha. That makes yeah, sense. It's all trick, it's all smoke and mirrors. I have too much chin. So I feel like if I have a beard, I'm like, whoa, 
This bitch is yeah. all elbows, all chin. <laughs> yeah, you're you're the, you're the jaw of Toronto. <laughs> Listen, the jaw the jaws of life we call you. <laughs> I have saved many children from underneath a car. Okay. <laughs> um, so we are shaving. We are doing the paint of the girls, and Rita is going full clown. I love oh, the paint that she's doing. I love the paint that she's doing on him. Oh, I love it too. Listen, I'm. I started makeup in high school. I was doing high school plays, and I would look at Cirque du Soleil makeup, and uh -huh. we were doing like I don't know some kind of like drama, whatever. And I would do Shakespeare, like um, Cirque du Soleil makeup on all of our actors for that show. Mm -hmm. it made no sense. It made no sense. Right. <laughs> like people are looking like contorted clowns. Um, I <laughs> love that style of makeup. I love it. Yeah, here it makes total sense. And that's what make that's Rita does that makeup. Yeah, exactly. It works for her. And Lemon is really doing Lemon's face on the ball, which again, if you, and Bubble kind of touches on this, which is nice to hear. When you're doing drag makeup, uh, you can't just put your face on somebody else's face and expect it to be sa the same thing. You yeah. really look at their face shape, the contouring, their eyes, how their eyes are setting. Like you really have to take into consideration different people's faces and skin yeah. tones. Mm -hmm. I don't think Lemon did that. I think Lemon put Lemon's face on Rabal. Yes. I um, agree. And Lemon is and a pretty boy naturally. So she, uh, it's a gift for her for makeup. Like she can put makeup on very simple. Exactly. Rabal has a very different style of face. He has a very uh, masculine face. Yeah. 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 Um, Bobo's doing a great job with hers, with, um, with Dennis. It's Dennis, right? Dennis, yeah. Yeah. Violet. Yeah. Violet. Violet. Proudly Violet. They all have great names. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's doing a great job with Violet. And they're having a really nice conversation about, um, about how hard life was in Indonesia, about how hard life was in... in uh, Violet was from Uganda. In Uganda. Yeah, from Uganda. Um, yeah, they're all just having... Just, like, educating the white folks from Canada on like what life is like out there. And Priyanka said something that like, I really relate to is coming from like, my family comes from a country where um, being gay is not okay. And if she or I had been born in those countries and grown up to be who we are, like it would have been very difficult for us. It would be a different life. Yeah, it would be a completely different life. It's the right place, right time. And I think there's yeah. a conversation, and Anastasia was touching on this a bit too, um, is the difference between immigration and refugees. Uh, because people immigrating can kind of choose to immigrate, uh, whereas refugees are kind of es escaping, essentially. And they're kind of, yeah. being, and they're, nobody really wants to be a refugee. They don't want to leave their home, but they don't have a choice. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to note the difference between immigration and refugee as well. These people were escaping. Exactly. Um, yeah. So here we go. We are getting into the runway, I guess, right? Yeah. Should we take a break to talk about our sponsor that we kind of already talked about? Yeah, let's do a second commercial, but this one's not within the show. It's just its own commercial. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> you may have seen us on shows like Canada's Drag Race. That's right, Canada's Drag Race. We are shoefreaks.ca. 
That's right, baby. If you live in Canada, you get free shipping nationwide. If you live in another country, you gotta pay for shipping, baby. Well, you better live in Canada. Well, if you want to. Uh, but you get free shipping, that is right, because we are Canadian and we like to give free shipping. That's right, we got shoes in all sizes, all the way up to 16. We got vegan shoes, we're cruelty free. We got all styles from platforms to high heels to, um, you know, garters. Wide foot. And if, if for some reason your fit doesn't fit right, you can send it back. No, no hassle, no charge. Yeah, we're not gonna hassle you. This is hassle free. It's the hassle free shoe freaks. Oh my God, can I get a gonorrhea? Uh, 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 uh. Yep, you sure can get gonorrhea. But first you gotta order from shoefreaks.ca using our special offer code. Wait, is this, an, is this an industry code or a special offer code? No, 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 no. No one in the industry is allowed to use this unless they listen to Squirrel Talk specifically. Got it. Is it called Nuts then? That is the offer code. That's right, because it's Squirrel Talk. And so our offer code is? Nuts, N-U-T-S. Mm-hmm, 25% off and free what? shipping. 25% off just for listening to a podcast. I can get shoes discounted and free shipping. Yeah, and if you want to send any money to the host of the podcast, you can DM them. Or give us a subscribe, rate, and review. <laughs> Please do. That is shoefreeze.ca, offer code NUTS. I love oh. it. I love it. We are back from that break where we just pitch our own stuff. <laughs> yum, yum. We love to burp in Canada. Who knew? You like that at home, huh? You like that? Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite things, and I forgot to bring this up in the first episode, was when Juice walked in and she was like, mm, you like that? And they cut to Kiara under her breast being like, yeah, I like that. <laughs> she said that? I didn't hear that. It's so quiet. But it makes, I still think about it now. It makes me laugh. Like That's yeah, like so that. fucking adorable. I love <laughs> her. I miss her. Mm, you like that? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. There are some all-stars on this season, for sure. There are. Okay, we are getting to the runway. Who was our guest host this week? Amanda Bruggle. Bruggle. Bruggle? Amanda Bruggle. Bruggle? Bruggle, not Bruggle. I think RuPaul said Bruggle. I've always thought it was Bruggle, and then Bruce said Bruggle, and I was like, uh-oh, am I wrong? Well, he also called Raven Simone, Raven Simone That's what it is. Is it? Well, we've all been yeah. saying. Who knows? It could be Bruggle then. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Amanda is here. She's from The Handmaid's Tales. And Kim's Convenient. She's Pastor Nina. She's a uh, Canadian actress. She is. Now, I got to admit, I would never know who she was by name. I know her by face. Yes. Uh, so when she, Jeffrey said, this week's host, this week's guest host is, and then they were all like, wow. I'm like, do you know who she is? I wouldn't. Um... And she looks very different in those shows. Like, like in Handmaid's Tales, she's wearing a red coat the whole time. <laughs> right. So I would never recognize her, but she is coming out. There was so much energy. She's ha she looks gorgeous, and she's having so much fun. Yeah, she has the funnest. I like her a lot. She's having a great time. I hate everything she's wearing and the way her hair is styled. What? Uh, oh, I love it. I think it's Oh, so she looks cute. like a baby. She looks like a 10-year-old going to a birthday party. Are you kidding? This is that, you love 80s fashion. This is 80s. It's 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 a child in the 80s. It's not 80s. How dare you come for Amanda Bruegel. Listen. I think she looks she, super fun. She's having fun. 
she is having fun. I like that she's having a great time and she's given us all the personality. I'm very happy to have her as a guest judge. She did a great job. And I like what um, um, Brooke's hair. Oh my God. I love Brooke in a big wig. Yes. Yes. Showing us how it should be done. Give us big hair. Look, I love these big, I want this color too. This red looks so great on her. I know. She's really a great redhead. Mm-hmm, she is. Yeah, we think of her as blonde, but really she could, she, she, she could go for a rosé. <laughs> and then here comes Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, who, she is, she is pissing off somebody on set because her makeup. I know, I read it, was it a tweet or a Facebook post saying whoever's doing Jeffrey Boyer Chapman's makeup <laughs> hates him. <laughs> 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 just thinking about it, I was like, maybe you should use your time better, Jeffrey. Hmm? Uh-huh. Um, this is a, this is the most ridiculous makeup I've ever seen on this show, period. Uh-huh. Who, it's Did like, you see? It's not even I think it was on top of her eyes. It's literally just like underneath her eyes. It's a complete wash of glitter. I think it was Lady Gunderpa who did a side-by-side of Jeffrey with that eye makeup, with that little girl with that eye makeup. There's like a little girl with like, it's a... <laughs> Oh, bless Jeez. you. Pardon me. Uh, there's a little the girl. You're in a field. Get out of the field. <laughs> Ooh, get the crickets out of here. <laughs> um, I'm, uh, no, there's a meme of a little girl who, like, just, like, covered her face in glitter, and she, like, just looks, like, drunk and stupid, and <laughs> she put those side by side with Jeffrey. It's very funny. It's like Jeffrey is just like, am I being gay enough for the show yet? I'm like, stop. stop yeah. Try- he's trying too hard. This whole thing, That's, I feel like, this whole the- show has felt he's trying too hard. Yeah, he's a, he's a very big tryhard. It's that actor energy. Like, I think that's what I'm not liking about him is that he's like, this is why I don't like being an actor is because I find actors, especially film actors, are very, like, they don't know who they are as people. Because yeah, they always you know play with I mean? people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's. I mean, that's part of the. That's why I actually stopped acting because I kind of started hating that, and I like being my own character, and I didn't want to be other people's characters, um, and that you have to kind of be the paint, and you're not really the artist as a uh, film actor, right? You know, I want. I want to yeah. be an artist. Exactly, I'm an artiste. Somebody is painting all over Jeffrey Boyer's face because they can. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, here we go. We're going into the runway. Oh, I just want to say that um, Brooke had a great line of getting pink eye under his eye. <laughs> That's right. And I like that Amanda was like, that was not in the script. <laughs> that was very funny. I think, I'm feeling like Brooke is getting more and more into this and more and more into the, the comedy of it. Because yes. she is very funny. And yes. again, going into her season, season 11, I didn't know how funny she was going to be able to be because she's not known for that. But uh-huh. she's really shown us, like, she has a very great sense of humor. She does. She does. It's just the delivery is very dry. But that's just who she is, I feel. Yeah. And that's okay to have a dry delivery. Yeah, for sure. But she's getting into it. Mm-hmm. And then Stacy is sick. <laughs> oh, do you think she is? Because she's yeah. very, oh, yeah. very quiet. No, yeah. no, no. Because she's just like, <laughs> she's in her Stacy voice like, I liked what she was wearing. But she can barely talk. Yeah. I like I missed her personality this season, like this episode. I, I was think like, I need more Stacy. She was sick. She was losing her voice. Probably right. because it's so goddamn cold in that studio. She yeah, obviously. Because she's been wearing like the 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 most gorgeous like nothing outfits and probably freezing her ass off. Yeah. 
anyway. I really hope they sort that out for season two because that's not, it's not humane. It's not humane. <laughs> Honestly, can you imagine if they brought these refugees onto the set and it was freezing cold? They'd be like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> this is not. <laughs> Anyways, okay, here we go. We're going into the runway. First up comes Priyanka and Electra. That's right. And then they give us the full, um, what did I teach you? What's my name? Electra. So this is what I was saying with Priyanka, where I thought she would be really grating this season. Um, but I'm, I'm not, she's not beating me over the head with it. This is maybe one of the third times I've heard it at most. Yeah. And I'm, I, it works for me. It works, and it works in this situation particularly. Yeah. So um, I think one thing a lot of American drag queens get right is that um, they create a personality out of what they put out on the show. You know what I mean? Like, like a lot of like our favorite lines, our favorite memes come from what happened on the show and not them bringing in their catchphrases from outside the show. Oh, this is what I said with like the acting challenges where like Mercedes says opulence and like, you know, yeah, so exactly. many, all those things are what, what you make your bank off of after the show, you know? Exactly, like let it be organic. Don't push your brand, like just be your brand. I mean, that's what Laganja's problem was on the show is she was like really pitching all of the yeah. moments and it doesn't feel natural. We feel it. Yeah. Uh, and, and Priyanka is being very natural about it. So I, I appreciate that. So what are they wearing? Yeah. They're wearing two kind of, one body to one cocktail dress, uh, both in fluorescent neon, uh, pink and lime with mm -hmm. ostrich feathers coming off of them, and then two flat wigs, but they've got a crown of jewels kind of cascading off and a very similar makeup on both. Yeah, I do appreciate that it's like the same silhouette, different outfits, different styles, different colors. Yeah. Um, but like you still get that they're sisters, you still get that they're family. Um, I don't, honestly, I don't love the outfits, but um, I do think that they sold it very well and they both look great. I think yeah. Electra looks fantastic. I would normally not love these outfits, but I love these outfits because the, first of all, the color, and yeah. just the way the proportion of everything is, the way the ostrich feathers are sitting on them, and ostrich feathers really look so gorgeous, um, especially with these looks. And so I'm, I'm actually living for these. Yeah. Um, and I'm surprised because I probably wouldn't normally like this if it was just a bodysuit. Right. But I love it. And then they're wearing flat wigs too, which I'm, it's been Priyanka's theme that I've been like, wear a big wig, girl. But yeah, she's got a jewel thing on top of it, which makes sense for it. So that works for me. Yeah, shoes. It is a nice wig, though. Like it's a flat wig, but it's a nice wig. They're nice wigs. They're being combed, at least. <laughs> That's yeah. What I'm gonna ask. Uh, and then their makeup. She really did a great makeup on Electra. It's literally the same makeup. And when Electra walked out, I thought it was an actual drag queen. I didn't think it was she... somebody being put into drag. I'm convinced we're going to be seeing Electra on stage. Like, I think she, I, she looked fucking amazing. She looks like she's the next big drag queen. Priyanka she did an amazing job. Looked like a million bucks. It was maybe- And did you see the little video that they made for Rainbow Railroad? No, I will watch that though. Yeah, it's really nice. Like they talk about what Rainbow Railroad does and, and they're in the same outfits and it's really cute. Um, I think it might be one of the best makeovers, and I'm surprised that I'm saying this about Priyanka, <laughs> but I yeah. think it might be one of the best makeovers I've seen. Like, just the makeup is really, really, really well done. And she looks just, this girl looks perfect. Alexa yeah. looks perfect. Yeah. 
Um, and I will say that Priyanka's eyes are getting more and more swollen in her confessionals as they're going because she uses yeah. weave bond glued for her glitter lid. Oh, does she? Yeah, she uses, that's why she peels them off as one thing. Every, I don't know if you've seen their Insta story, she peels yeah, yeah, yeah. off her glitter lids. because She has a story highlight. She uses the, the weave bond, which oh. we use that for eyelashes. And I've used that on my eyes for eyelashes to hold them better. And you, you were the one who told me about that. Yeah, um, it's not good to use. No, it makes my <laughs> eyes water. <laughs> and it makes her eyes swollen because she's probably allergic to the weave bond on your eyelids. Yeah, yeah, you're not supposed to. Guy, if you're listening at home, do not. Actually, Helena taught me, she did my makeup for a photo shoot and she was like never use weave bond on your eyes, and she uses a, a duo, uh, duo lash, whatever that one's called, from yeah. Shoppers. But but it's a different it's a different kind. It's not like the one that we all get. It's like there's a different kind that she gets. Um, I forget which one it is, but uh, it worked really well. And like she's someone who performs a lot in bars, like long hours. So like if they don't, and she's had, wears big lashes. Like if if they don't fall off her, then I trust her. Yeah. Um, but I never figured out what it was, and I still use the weave bond, and it hurts. <laughs> It's, not, it's weave bonds. It's meant to like bond weaves to your head. We're so anyway, stupid. So her eyes are slowly getting more and more shut because they're swelling. Yeah. <laughs> she's not tired. She's swollen. <laughs> swollen members. That would be a great lip sync, huh? Uh, sure. Is that Canadian? Yeah, they have to be. What's their song? Oh, well, oh, it's gonna bother me now. Shanice, if you're listening to this, are you here? <laughs> tell, tell Shanice, Shanice would know what swollen numbers are. Yeah. <laughs> also, a purple roach Canadian? I don't think so. Oh, I would love cut my life into pieces. This no, is what, my last resort. What I really need to hear is Sum 41. Oh, I love Sum 41. Derek Wibley is a cutie, and he uh, dated he dated Paris Hilton. He took her to Ajax, Ontario, to meet his family. He married April. <laughs> he married Avril. You say well, Avril, I say April. No, it's Avril. <laughs> you say Bruggle, I say Bruggle. <laughs> um, they're, they're from Ajax and Napanee, so I've been to both cities, and it's they're very small. Napanee, not Napanee. <laughs> yeah, shut up. <laughs> Anyways, let's keep moving. So it's who's pronounced after, Ajax. <laughs> who's after pre? Uh, it could be anybody. Uh, I think it's is <laughs> lemon. It lemon is and it? her girl lime. Lime Your name's cute. So she clearly had that name already picked out because she had the green wig and the green accessories. Oh yeah. By the way, they know that there's a makeup challenge coming or makeup yeah. challenge coming on these shows, so they bring looks accordingly that are paired off together. Mm -hmm. Which is why Bubble had two of the same wig as well. Uh, so here comes Lemon. She's wearing her yellow signature wig. They have lime, a lime green wig. They have a flapper dress. Um, just straight up and down body for this. Yeah. And it works. Flapper. Yeah. So what do you think? I'm finding it really basic. I'm not into the look. And I don't, um, I don't, I, I feel really bad for Rabal's face. Like, it's just not the right makeup for his face. So I thought when Jeffrey was saying about Rabal, uh, I've seen Rabal with the makeup. I thought he said Rupaul. I've seen RuPaul without makeup. Oh. And I was like, ooh, girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do I do agree with Lemon that like, yeah, Jeffrey, you saw him with the beard and you saw him with bushy eyebrows, which is not what you're looking at here. Like they're like that's not the same face and there's different things under a beard than you think there would be. Um 
but she did a great job of, of, of brow blocking her. I'll say that. I think what Lemon's problem was contouring. She didn't contour and highlight. Yes, um, the contouring is missing for sure. Because she should have contoured underneath it. She could have, you can do anything a drag. You can define oh, yeah. a person, non-existent jawline, you can give them a jaw by contouring yeah, jaw. When I was beardless, it was all about contouring. I never got it right, but it was all about contouring under my chin. Oh yes, I contour my jaw to look bigger. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> because again, I am the, you know, the locked jaw of Toronto. The jaws of life, that's right. Um, so I thought, because Lemon doesn't do a lot of contouring necessarily either. She kind of is just like that, like chapstick and highlighter girl. So yeah, she's very blessed to have a, a, a good face to work with on her own. Some of us mm -hmm. need a bit more makeup, and I think that's where she missed. Yeah, but I like the concept of this. Um, they were saying that she needed to do more performing in their flapper looks, and whatever, because she's a dancer. But I was like, you know what? None of the other girls gave a lot of performance either. So I didn't feel like that was totally fair to say to her. Also, like, it would not have been a service to Rabal to put choreography in. Like, already he's struggling to learn how to walk in heels. Like, you're going to make him do choreo now? I don't think so. You want so. him to do the fucking Charleston now? What do you want? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, she did look older, though. She did look older. I will say that. She did. But that is not a bad thing. She's her older sister. What? You didn't say what kind of sister. Yeah, exactly. Older sister. Okay. I think. Yeah, Bobo. So it's Bobo and Violet Bobo. And they're wearing identical body suits that are, I guess, she said it's purple, but it looks more like royal blue to me on this. It stage. looks like blue to me. And lime. Uh, pardon me, I'm so burpy today. Mm. And this yes. is sort of the fringes on the bodysuit. And they're wearing two leather coats with fringe hanging off. One in like a rose brownish gold color and one in black. Mm -hmm. And then two wigs that are lemon yellow color that fade into a white. Although to be fair, Bobo was not expecting to see lemon in the workroom when they when she was planning her package. So those are not lemon wigs. They just ha it just happens to be that lemon is there and she wears those wigs. Well, Jeffrey brought up why would you use yellow when lemon's here? But it's like, well, lemon doesn't own yellow. Like, yeah, owns a color. Even if her name is lemon, like, sorry, like you don't own. Call me orange. I'm not gonna wear orange every day. Yeah, and she planned this fucking package before she knew who the fuck lemon was. So relax. Yeah. So I have no problem with that. Now, to the looks themselves, <laughs> I, okay, talking about the bodysuit that Priyanka was wearing, I was like, I didn't want to like this, but I like this. This bodysuit yeah. that they're wearing, I hate this bodysuit so much. It's, it's yeah. so basic, and then they're just kind of amping it up with a coat, which yeah. doesn't fit with it at all. Like, these are two different themes going on. And then the wig is giving me a totally different theme from that, even. Their makeup looks mm -hmm. great. So Violet's makeup looks great. She did a great job with her makeup. I mm -hmm. hate these looks. Mm -hmm. I honestly didn't hate them the first time I watched them because it's very Bobo. It's a very Bobo look. It's like bodysuit, big jacket over top, uh, and then that hair. But then when I watched it the second time, I was like, oh, this is actually really bad. If you're comparing this look to somebody like, say, Jim Jimbo, who's coming up, I mean, yeah. these are completely... Jimbo made the effort for the show to go above and beyond. Bodysuits mm -hmm. for me just is not a thought process at all. It's like, what do I have two of? I have two bodysuits, done. You know, yeah. there's just not thought or care put into that. And again, for somebody who's complaining about being safe, it's like, well then why, 
are you not delivering more? You know yeah. that this is safe. I mean, this is what she brought. What is she supposed to do? Make something? She's not a sewer. Think further ahead, girl. <laughs> like, plan things out better. You made this decision, and I think it's a bad decision. And frankly, I thought it was one of the worst looks on the runway. Yeah, I saw a lot of people had that same opinion as well. Okay, well, it's not just me then. Yeah. And, you, and you know that I'm hateful for, for no reason. You really are. <laughs> <laughs> I have reasons. Okay, we're getting into Jimbo, right? Yes. So Jimbo and her sister Bimbo love it. And they're wearing matching PVC, uh, almost like Handmaid's Tale style. Uh, little red yeah. riding. What a coincidence. Full, full red. Uh-huh. Uh, and and she, she painted the... Yeah, she painted her boobs to match her skin tone. I didn't realize she had two chest plates. I mean, I'm sure she brought them both knowing they would be a makeover. But those are expensive. Yeah. Those chest plates are like, that's, those have got to be at least $500 minimum each. Yeah. That's a lot. Um, and so yeah, she matched the skin tone to uh, Bimbo uh, mm -hmm. on her chest plate, which I thought was just like a really like, great idea. Good for you. That's hard to yeah. do chest plates, but it's rubber. I know, right? I thought they, and their wigs matched, and her, her, their makeup, Jimbo hasn't done amazing makeup for me. I, she's had good makeup, and it's been experimental, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I think it just needs a little bit more refinement still, and I thought she did a good job on Eka as uh, Bimbo, but uh -huh. I thought their makeup wasn't as good some, as, somebody, as some of the other girls. Yeah, I really like their presentation. Um, I disagree that with what Jeffrey said, being like, uh, I got less sisters and more like um like less family and more like slutty but i'm like that's that's jimbo's fucking brand she's slutty and and i love that she said that like Eka said she's a slut so we played it up like let's do it i thought they were really pulling they were pulling things out of their ass on this and it makes me question um the judges in the production standpoint of what they were actually doing because it feels like they're pitching jimbo as like wanting to fail at this challenge but she clearly did not in my eyes yeah yeah so I, th I felt like there's something else happening here behind the scenes that i'm not catching up on yeah bimbo um, also looks like a drag queen like she looks yeah. like she's ready to go to a fucking show she does she looks like she's ready for perform and I love yeah she like, are you in pain oh yes all the time uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> and that's she like jimbo, jimbo said is like drag is pain baby get ready for it uh-huh, that's right. It really is. Drag is fucking painful. And I cannot imagine being up in those heels on that set for so long. That's a long stand. Um, I will say Jimbo, so Jimbo was saying that they were sisters and that's how they are. I love that Jimbo recently just did the viewing party and she had her brother, Jeff Insel, who's a friend of mine, mm -hmm. uh, who's, who is her actual brother. Uh, yeah, just drop some names. They're both gay. <laughs> well, I'm describing her brother. And they both, they wore the identical looks together and they did the full like sisterly, like slutty thing together. Oh, cute. That's how they are as a family. So yeah, there we go. Yeah. And like, have you never seen, I've been, have you never seen like family dick? Like, like, <laughs> like sisters can do that. I mean, sisters are not on family dick cause it's a uh, male, but. Do not believe in Jesus Christ, get out of my house. <laughs> She's not a you. Christian. Uh -huh. Uh, I love, and again, I didn't think there was any other PVC queens out in Canada. I really didn't. Oh my God. Isn't everybody a PVC queen? 
Well, now they are, but I haven't, I mean, I'm, half my wardrobe is PVC, you know. Yeah. So I'm kind of known for wearing PVC and I don't see a lot of girls here wearing PVC. So seeing Jimbo on this and wearing all this PVC, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, she's stealing your brand. There goes my brand. <laughs> I love this, it's incredible. Yeah, it should, they look fucking great, they look great. Yeah. After them comes Rita and send in the clowns. Rita and, uh, what was her? Tara Bega. Tara, what does that mean? Tara Bega. Tara Bega? Like Terry, like Terry, yeah. Okay, Tara Bega. What'd you think? Um, you know what, the first time I watched it, I hated it. And the second time I watched it, I was like, okay, I get it. So what are they wearing? They're wearing um, clowny outfits. They're wearing capes over top, and then they reveal, and Rita's wearing a, a little um, cocktail clowny dress. And uh, Tara is wearing a bodysuit. Yay, bodysuits, but like a clown bodysuit. So they're wearing, so Tara's wearing like clown colors, like primary colors, and Rita's in black and white. And her, they have noses, clown noses, uh, and Rita's is black and white as well. So she's kind of like the, it's really Montreal Cirque du Soleil yeah. uh, clown drag. And I like that. It was full storyline. I liked it. Yeah. I think the, but I didn't, so I liked, I liked where they went with this. I think maybe the mm. looks are what threw me off. I didn't love the looks and I thought they were a bit right. and kind of cheap looking. Yes. So I liked the concept. I really liked where it could have gone. I didn't like uh, what she did with it. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on board with that. But yeah, so yeah, that's that, that's that, Rita. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so what happens after this? Um, so the judges deliberate and then we all go back to Untucked. And I like what Priyanka says, where she's like, normally we fight in Untucked, so now I want to see you fight. <laughs> to the girls. Can you imagine? <laughs> so cute. Uh, uh, yeah, so who's pressed? Lemon is pressed. So they were reading, just before they went to Untucked, the judges give them some feedback, and they were reading Lemon kind of the most. Yeah. Um, and I would say rightfully so. She, she disagrees. Of, she, yeah, and she was clapping back at, Je at Jeffrey um, and the judges in mm -hmm. her confessional kind of. Mm -hmm. To be like, I'm not, am I watching the same show? What is happening here? Yeah. And for once, I'm like, no, we're watching the same show, and you're wrong. <laughs> Lemon or the judges? Lemon. Oh. Normally, I disagree with the judges, but this time, I'm like, no, they're right. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, on the fence, because I kind of agree with Lemon, and, like, they're kind of being harsher on her than, say, Bobo. They really weren't very harsh on Bobo. And right. I felt like that was more of a miss for me in a lot of different ways. Right. than what Lemon had. So, and mm -hmm. she brought that up too with the bodysuits. Cause she was like, I know I'm probably in the bottom. Rita was like, I'm in the bottom. And there were like, maybe Scarlet's in the bottom too. And Scarlet's like, really bitch? And yeah. Like, oh, you don't think you are? She's like, no, I'm wearing leather. And then, but it was like, you know, if I had worn <laughs> bodysuits on the runway, they would have told me a new one. Right. So it feels But like here's the thing is people say that all the time. And yes, people are held to different standards, but it's because of like, what can you pull off? What have you shown us already? Like there's different, everybody has different, uh, cause everyone's their own drag queen. So someone looking good in a bodysuit and someone looking bad in a bodysuit, it's two different things. And you know what I'm saying? Um, yes. 
but also the bodysuits are so fucking ugly. I don't care. Yes, yes. Those bodysuits, yeah, I agree. I think there's a lot of safe stuff with Bobo, but I don't, again, I think there's something production-wise behind this. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, if I was there, I would have said Bobo should have been considered in the bottom. And getting back mm -hmm. to the runway, they were kind of considering Jimbo to be in the bottom three and Bobo to be in the top two. Right. And for me, that's just a complete miss of like, and Amanda was like, I want Jimbo's outfit, make it for me. Yeah. She was a, in love with it. And for me, I was like, that was one of the best looks. Mm -hmm. um, so just the fact that Bobo was above Jimbo in that way makes me think there's something else happening. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely very odd. Also, some of the tops and bottoms throughout the season have also been confusing. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess we get back to the runway. And like I said, uh, people are where they are. And Priyanka wins. And I agree with this. I actually thought, yeah, she should have won. Mm -hmm. Yes, I think she, she's the rightful winner. Rightful winner. <laughs> her and second win. This is her second and, win. Two times in the bottom, the, two times in the top. Yeah, she was in the bottom last week. Yeah. Redemption. Uh, so we find out that Lemon and Rita are Nine. in the bottom. We're going Rita to lip sync for the first time. And she was very mm -hmm. confident about this. She's like, I am ready for this. This is what I came here for. Yeah, that's how I would be. I'm like, fucking damn right, I got to do an Atlanta song. Give it to me. Yeah, she was very quiet. Like in the back, in the untucked, she was very quiet and confident to be like, yeah, put me in the bottom. I don't care. Yeah. This is, and I'm sure Rita's like this. If, if that was me, I would not have had needed time to listen to the song. Like, it would not have been like, give me my iPod. So I'd be like, I, I know this. I'm good. Okay, so the song that looks like is a lot of more sets you ought to know. Mm -hmm. um, I love this song. We would mm -hmm. ever hear this on the regular drag race. Never. I don't think we'd ever hear it. I'm so happy they did this kind of like, Fuck, we have such great music in Canada. We have yeah. such great artists. I love that we've done all Canadian artists. I think the closest thing they've done to this on the States was Courtney Love. They did a whole song. Oh, that was good too. I love that. Yeah. But this kind of like angsty rock, indie, uh, pop stuff. Like, I love that stuff. Atlantis is one, this is one of my favorite albums. Of this is one of the biggest songs and the biggest albums of the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that. And there's so many other, I'm thinking now, like, oh my God, for season two, they can have so many other artists' songs, like songs oh, for you, sure. you would never think of for Drag Race. And I'm waiting for an Atlanta Miles song. Oh my God, give me Amanda Marshall. I need some Ooh, Dark beautiful Horse. Goodbye. I need some Dark Horse. <laughs> Dark Horse, of course. <laughs> Are Men Without Hats Canadian? No, they're Australian, aren't they? Oh, I don't know. I think so. What, My House? I, Is that what? the song you're thinking of, My House? No, isn't mm, by them? Oh no, that's Crash Test Dummies. Although, yes, are they Crash Test Dummies are Canadian. Yes. All right. Mm, <laughs> the next song is <laughs> the finale song. Mm, Once there was a young, there was a boy <laughs> who led into his parents' house. Anyways, uh, so here we go. We're getting into the lip sync. How do you think they did? I think Rita did fantastic with it. She lived in the song. She gave us the emotion of it. She understood the lyrics. She understood what the song was saying, and she delivered that. Lemon Poo. Lemon Poo. Um, they had two different styles, huh? Two different ways of going about a lip sync. And Lemon's was very, uh, almost New York style, in terms of like she was acting and everything. 
acting out every word. She used, she put out four fingers for the word four. And it was not the context of the number four. She goes, for you. And she gave us the, a number four. Oh like, God. honey. I love this hearing impaired lip syncing. Right? Um, yeah, she was giving, and there wasn't a lot of emotion from her. And this is like one of the most emotional songs. This is kind of like the Alyssa Cara thing where it's like, it's, it's like a power ballad. This one, you can move around and like be powerful yeah. with it. But you have yeah. to emote with this fucking song. And I wasn't getting into that. She was doing tricks and she was giving gags and stuff and it just wasn't connecting. But Rita was living in the song. Yeah. And here's the thing with that, with what you said about tricks, is people are like, what is she doing doing a split on that song? And I'm like, you can do tricks during songs like this. You just have to, like you said, connect it. It has to make sense for why you're doing it. Like Priyanka did fucking splits during I Drove All Night and it worked. Yeah, um, I mean, a split is a great exclamation point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that's a great be- way to be like, you ought to know, <laughs> you know, like, Exactly. <laughs> I like that sound effect. Thank you. That was her. Um, that was her hitting the ground. But it's, so here's my problem with Lemon is I love Lemon. I praise her a lot this season. I think she is a natural born comedian. Um, as far as performing a lip sync goes, my issue with her is her face doesn't move. Her face is like, so still the entire time and her movement is too relaxed like she does she she does everything as if she's putting zero effort into it I which can i almost think that she's thought this song out in advance so she's thinking about like you, you know as a dancer you, you're yeah. thinking about the moves that are coming up instead of just doing the moves right and that's kind of what i'm getting out of her where rita was just living in the song letting things happen i love that priyanka said this bitch doesn't stretch for a reason. <laughs> she doesn't have to do tricks. <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines of the season. Uh, she doesn't have to because she knows she can hold power. She's she's a, a seasoned girl. Yes, and that's what you got to do. So I'm really disappointed Lemon went that route. Um, Imogen Quest made the point on Facebook. I don't know if you saw it. She commented and said um, that it was such a, a physical representation of a generational gap. So it's like, yeah, Rita, Rita is of the era of the song and like knows how to sell the song and like live in it. And then Lemon's just like giving us a dance routine. I agree. Yeah. Lemon is the mother. She looked like her mother. And Lemon is the girl in the dance recital. Rita's the mother, Lemon. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said, right? You said Lemon is the mother. Oh, whatever. So <laughs> Same Rita, person. Sashay. Uh, no, Sashay, Rita stays. And this is, I thought this was a great lip sync for her. It really showed me like this girl has got a lot of different skills that we maybe haven't seen yet. Yeah, I knew she would sell it. I think, yeah, I, uh, I'm proud of her. I think she did great. She really represented that. I think actually it would have been fun to see Bobo in the bottom because I think she really could have turned out some tricks for this song. She would have shown us how, if she did this lip sync to this song, she would have shown us how to do the tricks in the right spots and like in the right way. Maybe, I mean, we'll never know. We'll never get to see what Bobo does because they are holding her back. <laughs> <laughs> they sure are. Uh, so Lemon sashays away and she says, I'm not bitter. No, what did she say? I'm always bitter. She said, I'm going to be bitter forever. And that's, that's, that's like, she knows how to do, how to sell comedy. She knows how to sell a joke. I think she needs to stop dancing and, and become a comedian. <laughs> Welcome to the Lemon, Lemon Deaf Comedy Jam. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I forgot to say that Priyanka won and she won a prize of $10,000 for 
that's donated to the Rainbow Railroad. Yeah, isn't that amazing? That really moved me. I was like, that might be the first time they've done that too, where they've won a prize, but it's been donated to a special cause. Exactly. I think that's really special. It is. It's beautiful. It's very Canadian. And just to think of, yeah, I would be so honored to be like, oh, that's made in my name. That's so great. I love this. Absolutely. So good for her. Yeah. Uh, so Lemon is going, we loved Lemon. She had such a great season. And I think it was so important to have had her here for this season. Yeah, I agree. She had a great run. She was a polarizing character. A lot of people didn't like her. Um, a lot of people I loved her. Bobo brought up she was bitchy a lot. I didn't get a lot of bitchiness out of her. I, I maybe I maybe I was seeing something that other people. I don't know. No, I have a feeling it's an editing thing. Um, I have a feeling that like the girls on set felt like they saw something that we didn't see. Well, who knows? There's a lot of things that are being put out there that we haven't seen. Yeah. Um, but I liked her <laughs> from what I saw. I liked her too. I loved her. That's all I can judge is from what I see. Mm-hmm. Or from what I know. Oh. Um, I think she's going to have a great career. I think she really is going to be a standout. And I think this it worked out better for her to be on the Canadian version. She's going to stand out more than she would have on an American version. Agreed. Yeah. So yeah. That's Lemon. <laughs> That's lemon for you. Next week, we're getting Michelle Visage on the show. So we're getting the real crossover this season. I'm so excited. We're going to finally see, this is mean, but we're going to finally see how a real judge judges. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she probably is going to put them in their places a bit, perhaps. I mean, we haven't had any arguments on the judging panel this season, and I need some. Like, I need some differences of opinion. So I cannot wait for a, a, a breath of fresh air with Michelle on the show now. That's the thing with uh, Jeffrey Boyage having somebody's disagreeing with him or anything. They're just kind of going along with it. It feels very Canadian in that way. I mean, the contestants are disagreeing. Jimbo oh. certainly is. Yeah, we love that. Um, but we'll see what Michelle's opinions are of Canadian drag. I'm really curious about that. I don't know if yeah. she's totally familiar with Canadian drag, so this is going be great. Right. So here we go. We're wrapping this up. And next week is going to be our 100th oh, Squirrel Talk podcast. Is it actually? Yes. Oh, my God. If only it lined up with the finale. We were so close. Should we skip it? Why don't we not record next week and then... You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to do something special. What are we going to do? Um, a cake. We'll have a cake. Oh, I'll sit in the cake. Balloons. You can make. You can describe it through ASDR sounds, and I'll sit in. ASMR. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right. This has been this week's podcast of Squirrel Talk. Thank you for listening, squirrels. Stay tuned for our hundredth episode next week. Uh, give us a subscribe so you can stay in the in the loop and get a ding. And yeah. Tell your friends. Tweet about us. Tweet about us. Tell the peoples that we're out there. We're doing very well on this podcast. I'm very happy. Thank you for listening, everybody, honestly. And thank you for everybody who's been reviewing us. We had some great positive comments. Uh, keep them coming. If you got something bad to say, put them somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, we will see you next week. Thank you, Selena Vile. Thanks, Vicky Licks. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs>